This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Okay, everybody, welcome back. It's uh, great to be here with you for another edition of Speak My Word. And uh, we're going to be reading from Matthew 24 and 1 Samuel 11 today. Let's go ahead and open up in prayer. Father, Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we come to you today thankful for this opportunity to speak your word. Forgive me, forgive us of all our sins, known and unknown. Back to the very first thought, word, deed, gesture, and action. In Jesus Christ's name, we plead the blood of Jesus over this connection, over this broadcast, over everyone tuning in and our families. We ask that you would surround us with your warrior angels. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, put a hedge of protection wall fire from Zachariah 2 and 5 around each one of us. For those that may be sick, God, you sent your word, Lord Jesus, and heal them. We ask you send your word tonight. Heal them. Heal all of us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We invite the Holy Spirit of God to come and unlock the word for us. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of what we read. Speak to us, God, through dreams and visions, through your word. Even with a holy angel visit, as Brother Michael was talking about. Guide and direct our steps, God. Open up the right doors, shut the wrong doors. We bind and rebuke every demonic force coming against us. In Jesus' name, we also break every word curse. Sin against any of us. All witchcraft, we break it. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. We do this right now in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 
Okay, Matthew chapter 24. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed, meaning pay attention. Be very careful that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes, in diverse places, meaning all over the world, not just concentrated in one geographic location. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. That's already happening. And I don't believe this was just to the Jews that Jesus was talking about, but he's talking to believers that would come after in Christ. And you can take it up to our present time. It's happening right now. It's coming for all of us as we're talking about the, you know, the real enemy of the New World Order yesterday with Rick Bell. It's you and I, the believer in Christ. We are the ones standing in the way of the Antichrist and his plan taking full fruition coming to full fruition it's the believers that spoke out against the COVID vaccination warned against taking it programs like Omega Man Radio that will speak the truth and let the chips fall where they may even if it means it cost us seven or eight YouTube channels why are we not on YouTube because Omega Man is too hot for YouTube To make my point, I reposted a uh, audio I did 13 years ago, somewhere in the beginning, 2010. Put it up on the YouTube channel. I started to build some momentum with some of my YouTube shorts I was doing on working out, still working out. 
And uh, no sooner had I put that up there, but a few hours later I got a warning that it violated YouTube's terms and conditions and said something that runs contrary to the WHO. I'm like, dang, well, at least I'm consistent. Yeah, we were talking, warning about the vax even 13 years ago. And they warned me, next time will be a strike. So I thought, you know, this is just same old same. YouTube has not repented. I'm not going to waste my time. Build it up and then get the legs cut out from underneath me. Find another venue. So, people who speak the truth are hated. If you and I warn against the diabolical plans of the New World Order and try to help people not perish, they're coming for you and I. Try to shut us down. They may not be coming to your door yet, but it's inevitable. Eventually, unless we renounce and recant, we are the enemies of the New World Order and will be targeted as terrorists one day. Because we stand up for Jesus as the only way to God the Father. We stand on the Word of God. And that'll be a terrorist act in the eyes of the New World Order. Just wait and see. Jesus warned us that it's coming. They will deliver you up to be afflicted. Some of us, some of us will be jailed. Some of us will be killed as martyrs. We're certainly hated even now. Just as the Jewish people and Israel is hated. I believe this is talking about not only them at that time and what happened up to the Holocaust, but continues today. Satan hates Israel. He's been trying to take it away as Chuck Missler stated on a program I was watching today, since the beginning of time. Sending in his uh, mnemonic hordes and his Nephilim to occupy the land, to fight against the children of Israel, try to keep them from taking the land that God had given the Israelites. And he continues this day. Now the devil's not using giants. He's using governmental giants today like the UN World Economic Forum news media to try and demonize Israel to take away their land if they can and sadly we've got many people who call themselves Christians who will side with the Philistines who are working for the devil whether they realize it or not when they oppose Israel and its right to Gaza and all the land that God deeded in the word of God problem is people don't read the word and then if they do and they still disagree with it well they're opposing God how's that going to turn out for them but the enemy today Satan and his demonic ilk are still trying to oppose God and stop prophecy being fulfilled where Jesus is going to come back and rule and reign from Mount Zion 1000 years has not started yet the millennial reign of Christ won't start till he comes back. Sorry for those who are preterist. Who think that uh, we're already 
ruling and reigning with Christ right now. Come on. Get real. These people are smoking dope. Okay. This is coming. It's happening in real time in places like North Korea. Underground churches in China and communist countries. A few years ago there were there was a you know a church that had a suicide bomb squad from a militant group that came in during the service, detonated a bomb, they drove in on a scooter here in Indonesia. Was it many years ago that some militant groups were torching churches? China demolished over a thousand churches back during COVID and the lockdown. You can see footage on the internet if you search for it. Persecution is active right now in Iran against a Christian church. Why don't you think it's going to come to America? Of course it will be. If we continue to have these idiots running the government. Same ones that have open borders. Their goal is literally to flood America till it financially and economically sinks. That's the plan. That's part of the UN settlement agendas. Resettlement. Uh, Reappropriation of wealth and resources. Make everybody equally poor. Now people want to... uh, Moved to a new country, let them go through the process. I had to. wasn't easy. Indonesia is the hardest country I ever dealt with. Most countries you can just fly in as a tourist. They'll give you a 90-day visa. Costa Rica is that way. Panama. Colombia. Colombia was a little bit tougher, though. You could only stay six months in one calendar year. Then you had to go. You couldn't come back until you know six months had expired. It was a little bit tough. But many countries, no problem. Here, three weeks. In fact, when I moved here in 2016, I literally had to leave about every uh, month to two months. You can get an extension. You have to go to immigration. Three trips. Just get another three weeks. And it's opened up a little bit more here. You can get special visas, make it easier. But essentially, I had to take 15 trips out of the country first year and a half until I was able to get a legal visa to stay one year you renew it every year after a couple years turned into five years now after almost eight years here when I renew it again I can basically it'll be good indefinitely but had to obey the laws I didn't obey the law when I finally showed up to leave the country, they would look at my record and say, hey, you overstayed. You broke our laws. We're going to ban you from coming back in. Or you might get arrested and deported, as some people do. But you have to obey the laws of the land. And right now we got lawlessness in our land. And we've got people in the government who are carrying out the agenda of the United Nations to destroy America. You couldn't do this in any other country, except maybe Europe now. 
they've got the same resettlement plan, but most countries, they'll deport you. You don't just come into the border. If I'd have tried that, they would have arrested me. Well, be as that may, not much you and I can do about that, and it could be that it's a judgment of God on our land because there is a verse about God will fill your land land with men like caterpillars and they will lift up their raise their hands up and shout I believe it is a judgment of God part of it and judgments first starts at the house of God if the righteous scarcely be saved where shall the sinner and the ungodly appear But we're in trouble. Let me get back on course here. Our sins have found us out as a nation. The chickens have come home to roost. It's going to get worse for us all collectively. But specifically, the enemy hates with a passion all Christians and Jews and he's going to target us because we know the truth and we will speak out patriots will go be able to go so far but if they're not Christians whatever they're doing to prepare is in vain it says then shall many be offended what are they offended from because they were afflicted jailed, killed, hated, persecuted for standing for Christ. It says, Then shall many be offended, shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Who would betray another Christian? A lukewarm one? That didn't count the cost? That didn't realize this goes with the job? of serving Christ and this is a parallel verse to the parable of the sower anon with joy they received the word but when persecution comes for following Jesus Christ by and by they're offended and they fall away when they fall away they turn on each other they betray you and I They will betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. You know, I'm just going to say someone that goes around demands that you call them a prophet, they're probably a false prophet. Look at their fruits. I knew a true prophet that was prophet Scott Lathrop and he never demanded that you call him prophet in fact many times he deferred to the title pastor but we, we all knew who knew him as many of you did that he was a true prophet and he was called to the office of a prophet but there's some out there that you know just you know they're going for the assumed clothes hey I'm the apostle I'm the prophet really who made you so did God 
or did you make yourself that by putting it on your card? And now I'm, I don't know you from Adam, and I'm supposed to reverence you? I don't think so. It says your gifts will make space for you. We've got a epidemic of false prophets worldwide, many of them coming out of Nigeria. TB Joshua, I knew there was something wrong with him from the beginning before the BBC documentary. Money corrupts many of these people in ministry. They can't handle it. And many of them are not good stewards if money begins to come into the ministry. Doesn't mean that all are that way, but a majority that you will see on TV are scammers, especially from Nigeria. There's no reason a ministry should be worth, or minister should be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, there's nothing wrong with writing a book, and if you can make money on your book sales, so be it. David Wilkerson actually supported himself through his book sales. He didn't take a salary, I'm told. But he's very successful writing books, and, you know, he prospered. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking about these mega millionaires, even billionaire class, coming out of Nigeria, doing crazy stuff on video. Seducing people. These fake prophets. There's a lot of them. What backs up what I'm saying right here? Jesus said, And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. You've got to have discernment. You've got to test the, the words that they're giving up. And you look at them. Are they humble? Or they exalt themselves. There was one lady who called herself a prophetess. She was from California. And God gave me a spirit of discernment. We're talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Not all speak in tongues. Not all prophesy. Not all have the gifts of healing. That seemed to be a rare one right there. How many gifts are there? Nine gifts? At times, the gift of discernment of spirits operates in me. I can look and listen to a person and tell right off there's something wrong. That's discernment. And this particular person, I looked at her profile, I listened to her speak. Something didn't sit well in my spirit that she had an assistant called me up and want want to book her book the prophetess who made her a prophetess what's her track record I didn't return her calls don't want her back something not right about her and then she ended up um, hooking up with another minister who called himself a prophet and uh, I think that that whole group was compromised I'm not mentioning any names here 
you won't know who they are. I can't remember a name to tell you the truth right now. There's some crooks out there. Jesus is saying, beware. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Now, at the same time, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, there's no true prophets. That's not true. But they're not as numerous as you might think. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But here's the good news. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So we've got no choice in this matter. We're in a wicked and fallen world. And we're going to see these things come to pass. Live through it. Sorrows. Wars, rumors of wars. Nations rise against nations. Kingdom against kingdoms. Famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. Meaning very various different places all over the world. Affliction. Persecution. We've got to guard ourselves against offenses. Be on the lookout for false prophets. There will be many. Beware of those that, will, that say they are the Christ. Antichrist. And understand that the love of many is going to wax cold. There's going to be a great falling away before Christ comes back. And in spite of all this, we've got to endure. Keep going. As Prophet Scott Lathrop said, don't quit. How are we going to keep them from being offended and falling away? Stay rooted in the Word of God and on our relationship with Jesus Christ. If we do, we're going to make it and be saved. And that this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. There's not going to be any excuse. The gospel will be offered to all creation, and you can accept it or reject it. I'm talking about mankind. I'm not talking about fallen angels. It's too late for them, too late for the demons. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, and let him understand, then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house, neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. In other words, run for your life. Now this is a, what I many believe is a geographical prophecy. Just as it mentioned, those that be in Judea, this is talking about time coming 
during the reign of the Antichrist and it's believed that the temple will be rebuilt or at minimum a tabernacle like they had out in Shiloh it's assumed that the Ark of the Covenant will be brought out again and this Antichrist is going to go into the the temple of God and say that he is God this will be the abomination of desolation Daniel prophesied about now there's nothing to say that prophecy can't be fulfilled multiple times dual fulfillment as we've heard that term this did happen one time before with Antiochus Epiphanes I believe was his name and he went in and they sacrificed a, uh, a pig in the temple and some say well there it was that's it it's all been fulfilled nope not so quick I believe this is speaking about the time to come and it's going to happen again that's why all eyes are on Israel and many people want Jerusalem including the Pope I think that the Pope is going to be my own opinion about that is the false prophet could be he's up there working with that antichrist in some way at the end whether it's this pope or the one that comes after it this thing doesn't go down quick then it's going to have to be another pope because this guy he's not going to live forever Baglio whatever his name is okay but uh, this is a prophecy about Judea and there's a time coming where Israel where Jerusalem is overrun and all likelihood by Russia probably some other nations Russia wants to destroy Israel too they're not Israel's friend and when the city is besieged it says women will be raped people be put to the sword this is going to happen again this has happened in times past it happened under the the Romans when they came in Babylonians they laid waste to the city not to say it all be destroyed this time but you know in terms of when enemies of Israel invaded that's what they do they rape kill pillage plunder burn They do all kinds of wicked stuff. And the warning here is if you're in Jerusalem at this time, get out of Dodge now. Where do you go? Petra. Right up, they say, the King's Highway. Petra is where you flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop again not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. You won't have time to go back if you're there every second counts you must go neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes and woe unto them that are with child and that give suck in those days it's going to be very difficult for pregnant women at that time or those that have an infant but pray ye that your flight be not in the winter 
neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake those days shall be shortened. Great tribulation is coming. Then if any man shall send you, lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall rise false Christ, false prophets, shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wherever, wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Do you want to know when Christ is coming back to catch up? Quote, unquote, rapture the church? It's right here in verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. The Bible's already defined tribulation, great tribulation. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Then shall the tribes of the earth mourn. They shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Excuse me. Now learn a parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves. You know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, what things? All the things we've just described here. up to and including the great tribulation. Know that it is near even the door, at the doors. Verily I send you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, know not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. They were going on as they'd always went. They were pretty much oblivious to the destruction that was coming. And knew not till the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, and the one shall be taken, the other left. 
two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good men of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man comes. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made rule over his household, ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I send you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day, when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He's talking about hell and the lake of fire. I didn't see a rapture prior to the uh, termination of the great tribulation. Did you see it in there anywhere? God bless those that believe Jesus is coming back for all the trouble starts or but I don't see it. We need to be ready to meet Jesus at any time should we die. But we've got to endure to the end. Go through a lot of stuff before he comes back. Some he'll take home. Prophet Scott, he went home to his reward. He won't have to go through it. And many others who have, we've had the honor to know and I'll have on this program, some of our loved ones, yours, mine, they're not going to have to go through it. But you and I are still here. Make a plan to go through it. And not quit on Jesus. Not deny him. Not turn back. Though God slay me, yet why trust him? All the way to the chopping block, if that's what it takes. We will not quit. God help us all. Okay. I know it's human to um, want to flee persecution. And to some degree you can. Jesus said if they persecute you in the city, flee to the next. But at the same time, there's also the verse that says, He that seeks to save his life shall lose it. He that will lose his life for my sake shall save it. We've got to be able to embrace the cross. Say, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. Paul didn't run from it. All the disciples went to their cross or were put to the sword. One imprisoned on the Isle of Patmos. One betrayed Christ. 
Many got offended and walked away. They thought the sayings of Christ were too tough. When he said, eat my flesh and drink my blood. Well, they didn't hang around to get the understanding of that. They just quit on the Lord. Walked away. Never came back. Where that tonight in hell? One of the states said, Jesus said, will you go too? They said, Master, where would we go? You're the truth. And where would we go? You can get offended and walk away, as many have, and they even write books about it. Bottom line is they rejected Christ. They need to come back and repent while they can. If you've backslidden, you need to come back quickly. 1 John 1 9 says, If we confess our sin, Jesus is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin, cleanse us from all righteousness. It says, If we say we have not sinned, the truth is not in us. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I backslid. Had to repent and come back. It was 20 years ago. And I don't want to backslide again. I don't want to get offended at the Lord. Offended at my circumstance and walk away. You don't want to do that. If if you've done that, you need to repent and come back. Ask the Lord to forgive you. He will. And then make a decision. I'm going all in for Jesus. Irregardless of the circumstances or what we may have to go through, we will not renounce Christ. holding on to him like a precious pearl. 1 Samuel chapter 11. Then Nahash the Ammonite came up and encamped against Jabesh Gilead. And all the men of Jabesh said unto Nahash, Make a covenant with us and we will serve thee. And Nahash the Ammonite answered them, On this condition will I make a covenant with you that I may thrust out all your right eyes and lay it for reproach upon all Israel. And the elders of Jabesh said unto him, Give us seven days' respite, that we may send messengers unto all the coast of Israel. And then, if there be no man to save us, we will come out to thee. Now this is happening about the time that uh, Samuel has anointed Saul as king. Then came the messengers to Gibeah of Saul and told the tidings in the ears of the people. And all the people lifted up their voices and wept. And behold, Saul came out, came after the herd out of the field. Saul said, What elleth the people that they weep? And they told him the tidings of the men of Jabesh. And the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard those tidings. And his anger was kindled greatly. And he took a yoke of oxen and cut them in pieces and sent them throughout all the coast of Israel by the hands of the messengers saying whosoever cometh not forth after Saul and after Samuel so shall it be done unto his oxen and the fear of Jehovah fell on the people and they came out with one consent so Saul is going to rally the troops 
to go up against these people that want to do Israel harm. And when he numbered them in Bezek, the children of Israel were 300,000, the men of Judah 30,000. They said unto the messengers that came, Thus shall ye say unto the men of Jabesh-Gilead, Tomorrow, by that time the sun be hot, ye shall have help. And the messengers came and showed it to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out unto you, and ye shall do with us all that seemeth good unto you. And it was so on the morrow that Saul put the people in three companies. So they joined forces. And they came into the midst of the host of the morning watch and slew the Ammonites until the heat of the day. It came to pass that they which remained were scattered so that two of them were not left together. And the people said unto Samuel, Who is he that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. So already there were people that were opposing Saul and there was a nation that wanted to try to destroy Israel. No different than today. Sadly, we've got some of the church who are on the wrong side. They're actually on the side of Satan and wanting to dispossess Israel of its inheritance, Gaza and other parts of Israel. If you're against Israel having all that God said that they could have, you're not with the Lord. Those people are not with God. They're on the side of Satan. The side of every one of these groups that opposed Israel. They're with the Philistines. They're with the Amalekites. Just a different time period. But God is timeless. He hasn't recanted on the inheritance that he gave Israel and Judah. Specifically, he gave Gaza to Judah. It's in the Word. Read it. And I will warn them, warn anyone tuning in, if you stand against Israel and it's right to its land and the Jewish people, and you buy this lie, well, they're not the real Jews, hogwash. Then you're with Goliath going up against David. And it didn't go well for Goliath and it won't go good for you or the person who opposes Israel. You have to ask yourself, why do you really hate Israel that much that you want to interfere with what God gave them? Likely because you got a demon inside. Same demon that was in Adolf Hitler. Maybe in some people tuning in. He'd come out. He'd embrace Israel. You will not be there. In the, new, in the new Jerusalem with Jesus Christ. If you hate the Jews and you don't love Israel, you will not be there when Jesus comes. You'll be in a place called hell, waiting for your final sentencing to go to the lake of fire. It's that simple. Stand with Israel or you're against God and His Word. No, I'll make no ifs, ands, or buts about that. It's one or the other. You're with the Lord in Israel or you're against them. So here we go. And the people said unto Samuel, Who is he that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men, that we may put them to death. And Saul said, There shall not a man be put to death this day. 
For today Yahovah hath wrought salvation in Israel. Then said Samuel to the people, Come, and let us go to Gilgal, and renew the kingdom there. And all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before Yahovah in Gilgal. And there they sacrificed sacrifices of peace offerings before Yahovah. And there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Now, so far so good for Saul. God started used him in his first battle. And praise God, a victory for Israel. Let's stop and uh, right there. Father Yahovah, thank you for this opportunity. We stand with Israel here to Mega Man Radio and the Jewish people. Bless them. Yahovah, bless Israel and give them mighty favor to regain not only Gaza, but all the land that you have promised them as their inheritance. Bless Israel, guide and direct their steps, put a hedge of protection wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5 around Israel, around each one of us that stand with Israel. We thank you for this opportunity to speak your word. It goes out like a double-edged sword. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, love and appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you again tomorrow, or actually tonight, a few hours, 7 p.m. Eastern, for more. Hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. I'll get this up, and Michael's uh, here in just a moment. Love you all. Encourage you to go to my website. If you uh, enjoy these programs, like to help us fund the marathon this year, give generously at MegamanRadio.com. Many ways to do it. Love and appreciate all of you. Thank you to those that have. We'll see you next time. God bless.